A hundred years ago, the dark wizard Hollowell raised an army and tried to conquer the world. He was stopped by an unlikely hero, Sheriff Asip Stormwood. As Hollowell died, he prophesied that he would be reborn twice more and rise again. Stormwood looked him in the eye and said if Hollowell did, his descendants would strike him down. Sheriff Asip Stormwood went on to form Stormwood and Associates to make sure they'd be ready for Hollowell's returns. A private detective, security, and federally licensed magic users agency. 25 years ago, Hollowell returned for the first time, and a Stormwood made good on Asip's promise. But the third coming of Hollowell may not be so far in the future. But the young Raz Stormwood just might know it's coming, and she plans to be ready. All right, so just for the listeners at home, just a little bit of housekeeping before we start this episode. And that is starting this episode. We've been we've been kind of slow shifting over to it, but starting this episode, we are officially using Super Awesome Action Heroes 2nd Edition instead of kind of the 1.5 rules that we've been using. What this means is that you will no longer hear us refer to a stat called Sweetness that is now called Swiftness. Um, the certain stat caps that existed technically in the rule book that we've completely ignored this entire series anyways, we've, are not in second edition. So technically the, the rule we were violating this entire campaign, uh, is no longer being violated because that rule no longer exists. Uh, beyond that, there have been some small tweaks to archetypes, but we were already using those modified archetypes. Like, uh, Babbitt's been playing a driver, and that's a second edition archetype that's not in the first edition. Um, so that's just a, a couple of general things. But we are we are now officially starting this episode using second edition, which I will point out is available for $6.99 on Amazon. <laughs> if you want to buy a copy. Uh, yeah. That's just a fun housekeeping. Everybody excited about that? Yay. Woo! See? Woo! All right. So, we open on an average morning in the Stormwood and Associates office. Fog covers the outdoors. It's a it's a chilly day in San Ricardo. The office is it's standard lacquered wood and glass. Where where is everybody right now in the office? Bill, what are you doing? Um, I am here. I am taking care of some paperwork and I am kind of looking paging happily through a short magical text that says something about mation. You can't read the full word, just mation. All right. What are you doing, Babbitt? Um, I'm probably sitting with Bill, kind of just hanging out, not really doing anything. All right, NK is sitting at a desk in the bullpen, having semi-settled in to the Stormwood office, bar, you know, since uh, the own company she works with is was just her and Barrow Mackay these days, and with him away, she is nowhere else to go and is 
just kicking back and playing a video game on her phone. What is Raz doing? Probably trying to uh, look up more info about uh, the, the group. The Order of Greyhaven? Yeah. Yes, the Order of Greyhaven. Mara is hiding in that converted office that she is still living in. You would probably think she might be dead if it weren't for the fact that you hear occasional swearing coming from the room. I just wish she'd stop doing that when we have clients in. Do you, when 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 are when do you have clients in? And Katie's kind of looks at you. Very occasionally. I've been here a week. They'll they'll be here soon. Probably. I bet. Brian, the intern, is pushing around a mail cart. He stops by Babbitt's desk and pulls out a, a card, puts it on uh, Babbitt's desk. Walks on. Stops by Bill's desk. Takes Bill's stapler, puts it in the cart, walks away. That, wait, what? What was that? Why did you take that? Brian, Brian's just back in the break area. I, I am so confused right now. Brian is now attempting to use the stapler to open a uh, sealed coffee can. That is, that is not what that is for. How did, Brian, stop. Why are you doing this? He weirdly growls at you. Why are you like this? the coffee can. There's a pull tab. Eventually, he breaks a hole into the coffee can. My God. Babbitt goes over to his desk to check that out. Uh, it is. Uh, so it's it's a card. Um, you see your mom's is uh, return address on it. Oh, okay. Are you opening it up? Yes, I do. All right. It's just a happy Valentine's Day card. Aw, it's really sweet. Yeah, you've got a good relationship with your moms. Absolutely. <laughs> all right. With all of this happening, the... Elevator doors open and into the lobby area of the office. A sweaty, uncomfortable man walks in. There is absolutely nobody at the front desk. Because uh, that's, that's Kel's desk. Okay. Uh, so, uh, yeah, Bill wanders over there awkwardly. Uh, so you go through. Hi. The, so you go through the door to the lobby area, and uh, very sweaty. Um, I'd say early forties, blonde man with a receding hair, and just a lot of sweat and kind of a 
the a rumpled suit. He he looks about as rumpled as you do, Bill. Um, <clears throat> it's just really, really, really uncomfortable. I, I, uh, uh, yes, uh, um, uh, I, uh, I, I, I need, uh, I, I need to, to, to talk to somebody. Okay. Well, I am somebody. My name is Bill. I work for this lovely company. Uh, what what do you need help with? Um. Uh. What? Well, I. Uh. I. My employer. Uh. He has this. Um. Well, <laughs> thing and stolen. But I. Uh. If I involve the police, he'll know it got stolen. And so uh, I need. And then I'll get fired. And I need. I need. I need someone to get it back. So I'm not fired. And he's he's out of my boss, he's out of the country, but he's going to be back. And if if it's if 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 Myrtle's not back before he gets back, then then he then then I'm going to get fired. And and I I need my health insurance. I it's I have I, it's like looking into a really depressing mirror. I'm gonna take you back to talk to my boss. Okay, okay. If there's a problem they can solve it. If you need to find someone, they can do it. Stormwood and Associates is a detective, security, and federally licensed magic users agency. If you need help, they'll be there. But don't get in their way. Or else, you'll get caught in the eye of the storm. So uh, Bill leads him over to uh, to Raz's office. Hey, boss. What's up? We have a potential client. Show him in. Uh, uh, Bill does so. Uh, hi. 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 Raz stands up and offers to shake his hand. He you, he she he shakes your hand and it's the sweatiest palm you've ever felt. Surreptitiously uh, wipes hand on pants so, so um, that he doesn't see. What can I help you with today? So my um my name my 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 name is Marshall Figgins. Um, I I work um for uh, my employer. He owns a bunch of cars, and one of them is is uh very very important to him uh emotionally. And and it's been stolen. 
and and he's out of the country right now but if he if he if if i tell the police then then he'll find out that the car got stolen and i'm gonna get fired um i need i need to get the car back so i don't get fired it's really big i'm not getting fired I'm. I'm. Re- I, I don't. I like. I. I have. I have very specific medical needs that requires my health insurance for the prescriptions, and it's just. It's. I need the job. And 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 I can. I I can I can pay your rates. That's fine. I have some savings. It's just that I need to like. I I need I I need this car back. Okay. Um, and she's nodding, you know, along with this story. She's listening. She's understanding. Um, could you tell me a little bit more about this particular car that we'd be looking for? Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's a late '60s uh, a Mustang convertible. It's named Myrtle. I have I I can get you the data sheet on it and like the license plate number and the VIN. Okay. Um, it's heavily customized. It's it. I don't know. It's a, it's a car. All right. Well, if you'd like to leave that information with us, um, we will do our best to track it down, and we'll get back to you with that information as soon as we can. Okay. Okay. Do do you, um do do you want to see where it was stolen from, or like anything? Yes. Like any that? and all information you have about the car. It's potential whereabouts who could have stolen it anything you have okay well i can i can give you uh i can give you the address where uh the house where it was stolen from and like you can um you can see i don't know in, uh, in, invest i don't know i'll give you my information okay that's gonna send him to an intern or something to get the info from so I don't have to role play this. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> Alright, well we'll say you take uh, Mr. Figgins here over to uh Amy's the cave right, yeah. Amy's yep. the competent one. We'll take her to Amy. She'll she'll get down all of his information. So, Alright. So much easier to do when I've got Kel. Because I can just rope things around. So, Marshall Figgins is filling out the paperwork with Amy. After a few minutes, they, they take it down. Um, he uh, She gets his address. She gets his, you know, obviously his, you know, paperwork and, you know, payment stuff down. And, uh... Yeah, um, you've got the information for the car and the place where it was stolen from. All right, here we go. So, are, I'm let's assuming, go. Are, I'm assuming you're going to distribute the information to the team. Yes. <laughs> team meeting. All right. So, N.K., Mara, and I'm assuming everybody else, uh, so Bill, Babbitt, and Raz are all gathering in the uh, conference room? Yep. Yep. 
All right, so you do have um, all the details about the car. Um, and you have the address of this guy's house. Or the house that it was stolen from, his employer's house. So NK is just kind of sitting there. So how does how does this work? Oh well, basically it's you know it's a job. We've... No, no, I I I understand the the concept of of a job. I I, I, I just meant how the the meetings work. Because so I have a dossier. And now we're all uh, sitting here. Yeah. Who well, us yeah. who usually talks? Raz, like, it goes over some stuff. I actually, come to think of it, it's usually a lot of Raz and Kel, and uh, and then I Kel make snippy comments. It's usually Kel because he gets the information from directly from the clients, but. Um, That's so. true. So I I don't know if I'm supposed to. When do I make snippy comments? <laughs> Basically, uh, Raz is just going to go over um, what they know about the case so far. Um, you know, description of the car, description of location where it was stolen, um, do you know, all the information they currently have, and do you, you know, do you need do you need me to do anything? Like I could. You have all of these screens. They are all off. <laughs> I mean, if you want to bring up a map of where the car was stolen from. Okay. NK just sighs, opens up her laptop, starts typing away. A few minutes later, all the screens come to life around the room. In the oh, center. <laughs> oh, God, those actually work? In the center, the holo display comes on and displays a 3D model. Yeah. Uh, a oh, 1967 wow. red convertible Mustang. How long have we had that? This is very impressive. Like, literally, you guys literally used this in the pilot. <laughs> We've used yeah, the holo display I mean, like... at least twice canonically. Yeah, but they didn't have enough budget for the rest of the episode. Yeah, like, we just, <laughs> I just kind of assumed it broke. <laughs> Alright, so that pops up in the middle of the, the, the room. Then on the screens, um, behind the head of the table, where usually Kel displays stuff, um, are images of a, of a house. It is a large white house, very um, heavily brutalist in its design, like... Like it's like it's almost like white cement, but it's uh, so it's large, bold sections like a cantilever carport and like all this stuff, and then so it's just it is a really nice looking house um, that's up in the the mountains outside of town. So okay, this is the address. Um, technically, this house is owned by a shell corporation and. I don't know who owns it. Uh, I'd have to go through. I, I, I'd have to do some serious, serious research and hacking to, to find out who owns this house. But 
it's it's big based on the and then she pulls up a satellite image on one of the other screens based on satellite imagery uh this is a, a pretty big house with a large looks like a large garage at the back so i'm betting there's multiple automobiles that are stored here so i mean this is a nice car it's i mean it's it's a nice example of uh, an early mustang convertible but don't like there doesn't seem to be anything special about it i mean it's it's nice yeah well the client did state that it did have emotional attachment to the owner i mean the owner did name it so you don't think it like his wife got turned into a car or something do you how would that work i i don't know we've dealt with some weird curses before or maybe it'll be like some coming-of-age shoujo anime thing. I, I've, I've seen some weird stuff since working here. Mara's just kind of silently sitting in the corner. She pulls out a bag of Twizzlers. She's being absolutely silent. So, and NK is just like... NK doesn't like Mara. Um, <laughs> just a nerve. Um, so. Oh, that's Mara. She's fine. Yeah, she's. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, she's fine. Okay. All right. So, because she's making that Brian guy eats the coffee seem normal. And I saw him. He he opened up a can of coffee with a stapler earlier. Yeah, I, I, I know. That was my stapler, actually. I'm, I'm a little sore about that still. It's pretty impressive, honestly. True. Okay. okay. So, terrifying. Anyways, anyways, it's if we wanted to go out there to this place, it would probably be a um, half-hour drive out there. All right. But, but I'm not Sounds finding, good. like, it's... Yeah. We gotta start somewhere. And I don't know if this is a crazy idea, but maybe someone should stay behind and man the front desk. She looks at Mara. <laughs> That's a mean, great idea. Gotta be real with you, Mara. We're this should be a pretty at least we're hoping this will be a pretty murder light adventure. So like I don't think you'd have many people to draw blood from anyway. There's always you. Please don't. Okay. Yeah, please don't. I need him. She's fine. Mara offers you a Twizzler. Except <laughs> <You have> one. <it. laughs> Ooh, what kind? They're the strawberry, basic. Okay. Basic twist. I, well, we were at Farm Bar, like, I, I was at the Farm Barn the other day, and they have, like, 12 different flavors. Can you believe that? Mara just glares at you. There's a lot of, I felt like I was being lied to, alright? I didn't know there were that many. I'm gonna stop talking now. <laughs> alright, how about, 
Mara, how about you stay behind and man the uh, the front desk just in case we get any more clients while we're out working this job. Um, she just kind of slumps in her chair, shrugs. Mostly it's hard to switch between Mara's voice and NK's voice, so I just don't want to do both. <laughs> yeah. All right. So you guys are going to drive out to the address? Yes. All right. Sure. So. Fun. All right. So we've got Raz, Bill, Babbitt, and NK driving out to this address. What vehicle are you taking? Because you have choices. There is the fleet of SUVs, which are, you know, SUVs. Then NK has her hatchback, which is her souped-up hatchback. I mean, like, I mean, I, I guess it, it, it's really, uh, since this is a company thing, I don't know if, do we want to damage her car? Like, then we'd have to pay for it. I mean, if we damage one of the company cars, then we'd also... Are, are those covered by insurance, though? Uh, yeah. I have good insurance. I mean, okay. If, if you're good with that, I don't know. I mean, the real question here is also who's driving, because you've got two drivers right now. Both, both Babbitt and NK are drivers. We're sizing each other up. <laughs> how, how tall is how tall is Babbitt? Uh, four feet tall. Maximum four feet. Yeah, he's four feet. She's five four. <laughs> like he's the only person she towers over here. I think let's take an SUV. And if we need to go somewhere fast, you want to just uh just take an extra half hour or an hour? Uh, you, you know, you guys, it's gotta be a it's probably a good way to you know handle this, probably. Yeah. Hey, boss, why don't you decide? I say rock, paper, scissors for it. All right, so we're going to we're gonna rock, paper, scissors, but because we're in physically different locations, we're not going to use rock, paper, scissors. We're going to use dice. Yep. Okay. So we're going to... This is going to be a D10 challenge between NK and Babbitt. Whoever rolls higher on a D10 wins the rock, paper, scissors. Okay. Ready? Yes. One, two, three, shoot. Five. Nine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. If we end up, like, screwed and we're driving that slow-ass thing, it is your fault. And if we die, I am haunting you. 
I am haunting you forever. Well, maybe you should have thrown rock. <laughs> okay, let's get in the, this car. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, you guys get into an SUV. And, uh... Drive out. Very exciting driving sequence. In the sense that it's just a SUV with four people in it driving to a um, a house outside of town. It's NK is just pouting. <laughs> <laughs> She's normally a friendly person, but she prefers to drive. Um, oh, mostly she prefers to drive her car. All right, so you get out to the house, and uh, the you arrive at a gate. Um, and but when you arrive there, uh, you hear a voice over the intercom, and it's the Figgins guy. Uh, yeah, uh, just just pull on in, and you hear the gate buzz, and it opens. And I'm assuming you're gonna pull up to the house. I'm going to pull up to the house. Yep. All right. You are, you, you pull up to the house. Again, this is a, the huge, it looks exactly like the photos that uh, NK pulled off the internet. Um, it's a, gore, you know, tall windows, white, you know, just white, brutal. <laughs> the house is white with just total brutalism design across the whole thing. Um, there is a uh, an attached garage, which is gigantic that you could see from the satellite images. And um, uh, Marshall comes down. Marshall Figgins, and he uh, just walks up to you guys. And goes, okay, so, um, so, so, you, hi. Hi. So, so, so you wanted to see where the car was stored, but yeah, absolutely got stolen. Okay, and he presses a button, and on a small controller in one of the garage doors opened. It's like a series of like ten garage doors in a row, each about two cars wide, and the door opens, and this room is just. It, as you walk in, this is technically in a garage in the sense that vehicles are stored here, but the floor is pristine white and glossy. Um, the room is full of exotic cars of varying, you know, makes and vintages. Just the, the, the amount of money on cars in this room could fund a small nation. Jeez. He must be really attached to this one. I mean, like, dude has plenty of them. In the center of the room, there is a set of velvet ropes. The the run One of the rope, the rope stanchions is knocked over, but, like, uh, Figgins walks over and says, "This is this is where where we kept um where we kept Myrtle. This is where we kept the car. And it's gone. It's just gone. 
why why would they steal this car out of a whole a whole room full of I'm guessing most of these cars are nicer than like oh god the I mean, one yeah that, it's like this is a you know this is a classic muscle car it's a nice example it's like it's a nice car but you've got cars in here that are worth like you, there are million dollar cars in this room and so while this was a good example of a late 60s Mustang this was not like like there are like there are cars in this room worth a million dollars yeah this is this is weird. I wouldn't steal that car. Steal this car. Probably steal this car. Don't steal any cars. I'm not gonna ste- actually steal a car. I'm just saying that if I were in the business of stealing cars... NK's just kind of walking around the room like a kid in a candy store. Just... I missed. Jaw down. Just... So you mentioned that your owner had, or the the owner had, an emotional attachment to this car. Um, do you have any idea what that uh, could have been? Why he was so attached to it? I, d- I don't I don't know. Um, he often said that I could like he he's not a terrible like guy to work for. He like he lets me like. He, he said I could borrow um, any of the cars in this room that are, like, valued under $100,000, except for that one. Huh. Alright, well, gotta feed. Who would have had access to here? Good question. Um. Well... It's, uh, uh, there's me, um, there's, there's me, uh-huh. there's, there's a, there's a, well, there's, we, I fought, there, there was a cleaning crew that, that some, that, that sometimes comes through, but I supervise them while they're here, and, and it was, when they left, the car was still here. And I manually buzz them in and out. They don't have security codes. And you're sure, sure they all left? Yeah. Yeah, no, right. I was... I was... I... There, there's... There, there, there's four of them, and four people came in, and four people left. And I mean, I know them. Like, you know, it's not... It's not like they were strangers. They've been cleaning here for years. Huh. Uh-huh. What kind of security do you have in this place? Do you have cameras? We have cameras. Uh, obviously, um, we have cameras. The remotes to open the room are biometrically linked. So um, it requires my fingerprint to open the garage door through a remote. There is a manual keypad uh, by the by the doors, um, and uh, it's a 
Yeah, it's just, just cameras and um, the alarms, but obviously the alarms were disabled because they got it out of here? Well, who else, who else would have access to the alarms? I, I, I mean, I'm the only, I'm the only one here full time right now. The, uh, it's, I'm, I'm in charge of, of making sure that the collection is secure and that the house is maintained. So I hire like cleaners and maintenance people to, to help out, but I don't, we don't keep anybody full time in here. Um, the, the, the rest of uh, the other staff that uh, my employer has travels with him. Um, I work here in the San Ricardo house and then the, uh, his, his other, like he has people like in his other houses, but the, the rest of his staff travels with him. All right. Yeah. Did you see any evidence after uh, the car was stolen? Was anything moved? I I didn't I didn't touch anything. I didn't want to disturb any clues. So everything is as is from when the car was stolen. Yes. All right. Car was stolen um, last night. So, I think I'd love to do a, um, investigate. Okay. Where are you going to totally investigate? It's a big room. Are you going to totally investigate where the car was? Are you going to look by the doors? I'm going to start with where the car was. Alright. So, totally investigating. Raz, looks at her peepers, it's, uh, so it's clear that the the stanchion was knocked down by the by like it was like it looks like someone just literally drove the car through the red through the ropes. Okay. All right. Um, you do notice on the ground near where the car was, and this doesn't look like it should be there. There's a single domino on the ground. What is on the domino? Like what? It is just a cheap black plastic domino. Like it is. It is a. Um, it's just a domino. Okay. Interesting. Huh. This uh. don't suppose I know of any criminals that have a domino as an MO, do I? Not off the top of your head, but you could, um, this, this could be a step in having one of your people research. Ooh. Okay. Are you going to check anywhere else? Um, I would love to check by, um, the door. All right. You get to the door, um... 
you're going to totally investigate the door. Are you investigating outside the door or inside the door? Like the... I'll start with inside the door. Okay. So around the door, you can see that there clearly a car was driven through here. Like that there are, there are tire tracks. Um, the, the door does not appear to be on the inside does not appear to be altered or damaged. Okay. You're going to continue to check the outside? Yeah. All right. So the door that's open, which is the, the door next to the manual keypad, um, the manual keypad looks at first looks fine. It looks like the normal keypad. But as you examine closely, you can tell that the casing has been pried off and then placed back. Like, there are clear signs of scuff marks that someone's opened this up. Okay. Mm -hmm. I wonder if NK could come have a look at this and see if she knows what went on here. Okay. You, you calling her over then? Yeah. All right. NK walks over. Sup? I show her the the casing. And... All right. She uh, okay. She pulls a like a little um like a pen out of her bag because she's wearing her messenger bag, and just kind of pushes open the casing. The casing swings up and open, and underneath it is the the keypad is still there. But there is what looks like um, under the casing is a USB port. So yeah, no, this is so this is definitely where somebody got in. This is so this particular. She pulls out her phone and was gonna have her research this thing right away. Um, so this particular lock system, it's uh, a Maxington. And this is the maintenance. You're not supposed to be able to open this up, but clearly they broke the, the seal. Um, and this is the maintenance USB port. And so with the right software or a hacker, they could have overridden the lock. Okay. These things are terrible. Why do people... Like, it's, they think it's fancy? And then, like, there are mechanical locks that are more secure than this. I believe you. This is an expensive, shitty lock. <laughs> cool. Bill is just kind of, oh, kind of uh, listening in because he's kind of lost as to what to do in car theft. Huh. And Kate just kind of looks like, did you find anything else? I did. I found this producing the domino um, over yeah. at where the car was originally stolen you from. You found a domino. Yep. She looks like she knows something and that the wheels are turning. You recognize it? Uh, I have, I have a theory. Shoot. Uh, let me start pulling up stuff on her phone. So, two years ago, there was a 
car theft ring down in Los Angeles. And they stole mostly exotics. Like, I wouldn't have suspected, like, a Mustang. I, like, this isn't their, like, there, there's a car theft ring that was stealing exotic cars in L.A. about two years ago. And they were leaving these, like, dominoes at the places that they stole them from. And and they they figured out they caught the guys that they were like shipping the cars out of, like who they were selling the cars to that they stole, but they never caught the actual thieves. Does the domino have any significance? I don't uh I didn't I don't know. Huh. I mean probably like People don't, like, just leave dominoes. Yeah, but I mean, like, did, did, did you have any idea? Like, does it mean something? Like, you know, the reverse black spot or the... They're just... This is like, a lot more fun when I had someone to banter with. They were random dominoes, dude. Are you doing okay? I, I don't know. I'm actually really lost. Like, I didn't think I would be sad that Kelly's gone, but I'm actually kind of... Really upset. You want a gummy bear? I do want a gummy bear. Hold up, gummy bears. Oh my god. Offers you a gummy bear. Oh my god, these are the good ones too. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's I don't know if the, the dominoes I don't know exactly what they mean. Like I could do some research and see if we could pull up anything. This is just what I'm mostly what I'm remembering off the top of my head, you know? Oh, that's that's great. Um, yeah, let's let's see if we can find out anything more about this group. They seem to be um, our only lead so far. Roll me a d10, Raz. Four. Okay. Yeah. No. Then don't worry. Yep. <laughs> NK is very concerned looking. What's up? I don't... It's the thing. Okay. Want to share with class? Not here? Okay. We can move back at the, uh, back at base. Hey, uh, before we go, I just want to try something. Yeah, Bill, do it. Bill decides to try detecting spooky, just just to be safe. All right, you're going to detect spooky. This is the most mundane house you have ever been in in your life. There wow. Is, there is nothing spooky about a single thing in this house or in this garage. It's... You are the spookiest thing for, like, a two-mile radius. Well, boss, I decided to try detecting spooky. Uh, well, uh, there are scarier 
There are scarier children's playgrounds in the Winnie the Pooh section of Disneyland. Okay. Yep. It's not magical. Yeah. Should we check out their surveillance footage? To to be fair, that one slide is really scary. Point taken. All right. You gonna check out the surveillance footage? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So. Oh yeah, I can I can I can definitely get you the Marshall Figgins leads you to the security room. Um. Pulls up the footage from the night. I, I checked this already, but it's there's something wrong with it. And it's when he gets to the footage, like the car is there. It's the car in the garage and it's fine. And then the picture kind of distorts. And um, you can see like it's not like they took out the cameras entirely, but they did something to the cameras. Um, yep. For the most part, it's just mostly like static and distorted images. And, um, but a few things flash on screen. Like, you, you think there are a few moments of, like, almost a clear picture. And it's, uh, and then, and then the video comes back and the car's gone. There were a few frames where you couldn't, like, see them in real time. But, like, there was more information there than, like, if you paused it or something. Um, can we get a copy of this footage? Yeah, yeah, no, it's a uh, guy puts it on a puts a copy of the footage Loves on a flash drive, hands it to you. Great, I hand it to NK. Great. I'd like to see uh, the cleaning crew. Oh, okay, yeah, it's uh, so cycles back. He uh, cycles back to the time the cleaning crew was there. And uh, the footage is of him letting the cleaning crew in. They clean. They. So, I don't remember how many people I said it was for. I say four. It was four. Yeah. Um. There are four people come in. They start cleaning things. Um. They look absolutely ordinary. My God, those cheapskates use out. I mean, mostly they're just waxing the floor. Takes a lot of... You gotta wax the floors a lot to keep them that shiny. Mm -hmm. But uh, nothing really looks suspicious from these people. Okay. Yeah, no, it's... It was the normal crew. Um... Uh... uh Julia was back after she'd been on vacation the for, for the previous month, but she was back this month. Where was she on vacation to? I I don't know. I I just know that a month ago, because I have these guys come in once a month to clean the like they clean the house on other times, but when um they a month ago when I had them clean the garage, um, the Julia wasn't there. There was uh, this other person. Hmm. Okay. Do we have security footage of the other person? Uh, I guess. Uh, give me a... So, pulls up 
security footage from the month prior. It takes him a little bit because he's got to figure out what day it was, what time it was. You know, it's a it's a month earlier. Um, you see mostly the same people in the security footage, um, except for uh, one woman is replaced with a uh, a tall blonde man. Is there anything he, notable about him? Well, roll me a d10. Six. So he looks, he's, he's cleaning, but he is not good at it. <laughs> he is, he's, he's just like, maybe it was his first day, but this guy was not good at cleaning. I think that's our guy. <laughs> Damn it. You always do this. <laughs> um. I'm trying to think of anywhere else we could get clues from right now. To be fair, tall blondeman is pretty bad at cleaning. <laughs> He's casing the joint. So yeah, it's uh the, so he the, um the Marshall Fingers guy he he dubbed a copy of this onto a flash drive also. Cool. Do we have a name of the cleaning company? Uh yeah, you can uh you one hundred percent have the name of the cleaning company. Um, which I will now make up. Uh, <laughs> uh Smart Bright Cleaners. Okay. That way we can. I really up. hope that's not trademarked. If it is, it's spelled differently. <laughs> With a Y. Y. No, because usually you can look up companies and see um, their staffers on their website or whatever. So. Yeah. Well, in. some you can. I mean, you can definitely find out. It's You can find out if it's a real company, that's for sure. Yeah. Uh. Ooh, I think we've gotten everything. Okay. You guys gonna go back to the office so you can examine yeah. the fractured footage? Yeah. I mean, what else can we do? Yeah, the only thing we can do is now yeah. go through what we've got. My name is Trey Dorn, and I was your Game Master for this session. Joining me, as always, was Kyle Johnson as Babbitt, Nick Izumi as Bill, and Gen Proc as Raz Stormwood. Stormwood and Associates is a production of Nerd and Tie. You can find more information at nerdandtie.com slash stormwood. You can also find us on social media at Nerd and Tie on Twitter, nerdandtie.tumblr.com, and facebook.com slash nerdandtie. This podcast can be subscribed to on anywhere that major podcasts are found, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, and uh, quite a few other places, and anywhere that takes an RSS feed as well. 
to be continued. Hey, while you're still here, let me tell you about another podcast on the Nerd and Tie Network, and that's Let's Be Legendary. Let's Be Legendary, the Fey Wild West, is a 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons actual play game. So, an actual play game like this one, but like, you know, in a system people actually use in the real world. Set in a homebrew Wild West steampunk world, uh, the Fey Wild West follows two people discovering what it means to be in a relationship, all the while seeking revenge and learning the truth of their pasts. Let's Be Legendary Podcast is an LGBTQ plus podcast with both main and minor characters, as well as players falling under the queer blanket. A heavy RP game with a focus on story and characters. And you can hear it every week here on the Nerd and Tie Network. And you can find all their subscription information and links at nerdandtie.com slash legendary. <laughs> 